Our uh, Thanksgiving scripture reading is from Ephesians, and it's Ephesians five fifteen through 20. Let's listen now to God's holy and infallible word for us. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks in tune with the times. Being in tune with the times or being with it, as we sometimes say, is, is pretty important uh, to a lot of us. You know, a sure way to get an eye roll from your teenager, and trust me, as a, as a dad, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get those sometimes, I admit it. But a sure way to do it is to use an old 80s or 90s reference, gag me with the spoon, psych, cowabunga dude. Very dated little sayings. And, and you know, if, if mom and dad don't know what the mannequin challenge is, is by now, it's like, wow, where have they been? We want to be, we use all kinds of different words for it depending on the decade we live in. We want to be hip, we want to be with it, we want to be in vogue, cool, hot, in the clothes we wear. The language we use, the pop culture references we know, and, and that can spill over to churches too. Uh, you know, and, but you know, sometimes you've probably seen it. Uh, a church or a pastor tries too hard to be hip, and it can just look silly. And certainly when, it, when a church or a pastor tries to be with it by overthrowing hundreds of years of church liturgy and Christian teaching to be cool, well... I think then they're just flat out wrong and making a huge mistake. But of course, God's people, we should be with it in a certain sense, right? By being relevant. That's a good thing. We want worship and ministry based on God's word and based on the historic creeds and confessions. But it's got to be for people in 2016, not people in the 1500s or even people in the 1950s. And believers, we want to be in tune with the times in order to speak God's truth and biblical values to our culture. You know, you, you saw it, I'm sure, in the weeks leading up to the presidential election and since. We've had Christian magazines and authors and just your, your average believer through Facebook seeking to speak to our interesting times seeking to help us respond and live appropriately, biblically today. But the thing about the times is that they are so chaotic and unpredictable. Life is. The world is confusing, and in an effort to be in touch in our lives, and to be really knowing the world and reaching it, we can get 
overly wrapped up in and bogged down in this world and in this culture as believers. And there certainly was that tendency to do so in times like a a presidential election. But we have to remember that our primary point of reference is not the timeline of this world, but it's God's plan in history. We have to remember that these are God's times. God's Word gives us a bigger orientation and reveals to us the panorama of God's timeline. Make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil, says verse 16. But truthfully, the translation we're using, it's the NIV, it fails us here. God's Word is perfect, of course, but that doesn't mean every translation always gets it best. And what the NIV says isn't wrong, but it's not the best. The word for opportunity is the word in Greek, kairos. And it means time. Another translation says, making the best use of the time. And the King James says, redeeming the time. Maybe you remember, know that phrase. Kairos is a word packed with all kinds of meaning. It refers to God's timing, God's timeline. For us to be in tune with the times as believers, it means we need to be in tune with God's time. When God started history, it was good, but the fall into sin caused the timeline to be corrupt, broken, flattened in the sense that the divine perspective was lost and people now lived in enmity with God and their neighbor. Jesus broke into that history, our history, to save a people for himself. And through his word, through his spirit, he's continuing to gather all his people in. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord is given new life. And they've received and they get a new, restored perspective. And, and God is bringing this world's timeline to a conclusion. It's heading somewhere so that He can make all things new in the new heavens and the new earth. And so, whatever is going on in the timeline of this world, you can have a bigger view of God's purposes. On my timeline, as many of you know, I have a major surgery scheduled. It's on my calendar, December 12, my Google calendar, it says surgery. It's getting close enough that I'm starting to count the days. But there's more going on than that. The new perspective, the full panoramic view for the believer is that God is working out all things for my good. Even this. The full panoramic view is, that, is knowing that even as my good surgeon goes to work with his steady hand, that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my heavenly Father who has an even steadier hand on my life. He always has and He always will. Psalm 31 verse 5 says, Our times are in His hands. Your time is in His hands. Without this kairos orientation of God's time, you know what? You're going to be tossed to and fro. 
You're going to be subject to the ups and downs of the merely worldly timeline. But with the divine perspective, we have a bigger, deeper, more beautiful perspective. How does thanksgiving fit into this? Well, the attitude of thanksgiving perhaps more than anything else, gives us the orientation toward God's timeline. Paul says here in that last verse, always giving thanks, giving thanks in everything. Other places in the Bible we read, give thanks continuously. Thanksgiving comes from, and it orients us to this new, deeper, wider perspective of God's timing in your life and God's timeline in all of history. And this is why Thanksgiving is a very appropriate holiday for the church to celebrate, even though if you think about it, it's very different from all the big other days of celebration like Christmas and Easter and Good Friday and Ascension Day and Pentecost. It's very different. All those other ones touch down on key points in Jesus' life and work for us, right? Thanksgiving doesn't do that. It's different. Well, well, why is it so appropriate to celebrate in the church then? Well, Thanksgiving permeates all of it for the believer. Thanksgiving covers it all. What does a life look like that is tuned to God's time rather than gets lost and stuck in the world's timeline. Well, it looks thankful in everything. What does a life look like that sees the joyful panorama of God's blessings rather than gets down all the time about how messed up everything is? Well, it looks like a life that is always giving thanks. A life of thanksgiving keeps us in tune with God's times. And our verses show us how to actually accomplish this in three concrete ways. Three concrete ways to live the thankful life in tune with God's time for you. One, this is verse 15, walk carefully. Be very careful then, we read, how you live Or as most translations put it, walk. After a big Thanksgiving dinner, we would all be wise to go for a walk. A good, long, vigorous walk. Maybe have another one tomorrow too. And on a walk or a hike, when there's something in the way that could trip us up, we say, watch out, be careful. The Bible talks in terms of path, a road. We learn there's the way of the wicked, there's the way of the righteous, there's the narrow path leading to eternal life, there's the broad path leading to destruction. It's possible to make good or bad choices in our Christian walk. We plead with our little kids, make, make good choices now. Well, God calls his children, too, to be careful. We don't walk and live blindly in the world's timeline, we recognize it's possible to get tripped up by the world, by Satan, by sin in our own hearts. And we're faced often with decisions all the time. Do I say this? Do I say that? Do I maybe say nothing at all? Should I participate in this activity or not? The Christian 
The thankful believer is thoughtful about these things, careful. We make good choices with God's help in line with the new perspective that Jesus brings. A life of thanksgiving is a life of walking carefully. Are you? Are you careful in your walk? Second, we give thanks by thinking properly. Thinking properly. Verse 17, understand what the Lord's will is. Do not be foolish, says verse 17. We don't tend to judge people too harshly today. Right? Instead of sin, we kind of say a bad mistake. Um, We talk about poor choices rather than saying uh, people are just outright foolish. But the Bible says it. The Bible says that if you're living by the worldly perspective, those that are doing that, they are fools. They are fools walking around because they reject God's will. They don't seek it. They don't submit their minds to the truth of Scripture. And they reject it for a lie, for what sounds Better to them, what's more pleasing for how they want to live. Well, we're called to orient our minds to understand God's will, to think properly by knowing it, by following his word. And this is a characteristic of the thankful life too, that our minds are thinking straight, and that means they're thinking biblically. That's our guide. That's our lamp. Finally, third, be filled spiritually. Be filled spiritually. In verse 18 And into 19, Paul says, don't be drunk on wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Why why that that contrast? Uh, Someone I I read uh, said it this way. He talked about, you know, even medically speaking, you know, what stimulates us. And and a lot of people want to use, you know, like wine, alcohol for that. But, of course, medically speaking, Alcohol, wine, the Bible has here, it's, it's a depressant, right? It's a depressant. They say it depresses, first of all, the, higher, the highest centers of the brain. Alcohol depresses wisdom, self-control, understanding, judgment. I know none of you have experienced that, I'm sure. But that's what too much alcohol does. It depresses, think about it, all those things that make someone behave at their very best and their highest level. So they're not behaving at their best and highest level. And yet, people put themselves in that position by drinking too much all the time in the, in the world's timeline. Uh, clearly, that was a thing in Paul's day. But he contrasts that with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the opposite of what that does. He stimulates us, our wills, our minds, our hearts. So that's why we want to be filled with Him. And, and being filled with the Spirit here, it's, it's not just a one-time thing. Uh, the language is an ongoing experience. It's like turning on uh, the faucet at the kitchen sink and letting it run continuously. God has unending resources for us to live always in the life of thanksgiving by being filled with the Spirit. And this will lead to praise. I've been doing it this morning. Paul says, speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. It's interesting, right? You notice that that worship and singing is not just about praising God. When we worship, 
We are speaking to one another too. God's word says it right here. We're instructing each other in a sense about our God with the truths of his grace that we sing. And so sing out in the church, in worship, because you're worshiping God. He deserves all of our praise. But also sing out and worship with all your heart and voice, knowing that as you do it, you are a testimony. You are singing and speaking God's grace to all those around you in this place. So being filled with the Spirit to overflowing, overflowing praise in the church and all life, this too, that's how we live thankfully. God's Word calls us here to redeem the time. And we do that knowing the times are in are God's times. God's plan in Jesus, knowing that, elevates our view and perspective beyond the drear of the world's timeline in that history. More is going on. We see the panorama of what God is doing. And may you have the comfort of knowing your times are in his hands. This new perspective, it makes us thankful. And as we live thankfully, it opens us up to live in this new and rich and beautiful perspective on history and on our own lives more and more. So have a happy Thanksgiving. And more than that, be thankful always and in everything to God the Father as you walk carefully, think properly, and are filled spiritually by doing that, each one of us and our church too, we're going to really truly be in tune with the times.